If you struggle, my sweet friend, to make time for yourself, to invest in yourself, and to prioritize yourself into your daily life, this episode is for you. I am joined by Kathleen Rubio, who really guides us through how to make guilt-free time for ourselves, especially us new mamas. And what I think is interesting is that so many of us want to improve our health. We want to reach our health goals. We want to reach our food freedom goals and we want to reach our weight loss goals, but we are not prioritizing our health and our self into our daily lives. And yet also sometimes we're so busy. We don't know how to do that. My goodness, I'm a new mama and having to prioritize those things that give me life has been tough, but I've been able to figure out simple ways to do it. And Kathleen and I even talk about that. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Be sure to let me know on Instagram or Facebook or email, wherever you can find me. What's one way you're going to start prioritizing yourself into your daily schedule. And also just wanted to let you know this is that my new Food Freedom Live Challenge is happening in two weeks. So from March 22nd to March 28th, I am doing a seven-day free challenge on how you can start to find peace with food, your body, and yourself. This is a very much a mindset challenge. I think so much, so often we try to just focus on our habits, but if you know me well, you know that mindset and our beliefs and what we, well, how we, what we think and feel and say about our health, our weight, and food really do impact our actions towards those things. And so this is the first time I'm living, um, I'm running this type of challenge live. So you're going to want to join me in, not in person. <laughs> I wish we could do that. So if you go to madewall345.com slash food freedom challenge, madewall345.com slash food freedom challenge, you can join us. And actually we are dedicating a whole day to talking about yourself and particularly knowing that who you are is enough because when you start to realize that who you are is enough you won't start to find your worth in your weight as we talked about last week but also you will start to prioritize yourself and your well-being into your daily life all right check out the challenge and be sure to um, let me know how this episode was for you Hey, you're listening to the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm Brian Wilkerson, your host. Over seven years ago, I lost over 30 pounds after going on a dieting roller coaster for many, many years, and finally finding a way of eating, exercising, and living that supported my goals, and also that led to sustainable weight loss. And ever since then, I have been longing and I have been actually doing it and leading other women on the same journey because my heart is to see every woman finally ditch diets lose weight that lasts and thrive in their whole health and life and so the work I do as a coach on the work I do on this podcast everything I do is to really serve women in that capacity so on this podcast you're going to find solo episodes interviews and all all together what are you going to find you're going to find inspiration encouragement and a space where you can feel safe supported and empowered to go on your journey so be sure to listen in rate and review so other women can find this podcast and also join my healthy and sustainable weight loss community to unpack these episodes and get more support. All right, ready? Let's dive on in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have Kathleen with me to talk about one of my favorite subjects, how women can take care of themselves, in particular how moms. And as a new mom, I I've been I've been learning this, you know, just like 
how do I prioritize myself in my day? And not just the things like exercise or, you know, which is very important, but other things like things that are going to help me mentally restore myself. And so I'm just excited to learn from you today, Kathleen. And so can you just share with us a little bit more about who you are and your story? Yes. So I, thanks for having me. This is amazing. Um, I'm an athletic therapist in Canada and I have my master's degree in health studies and also a degree in kinesiology. So I spend the last almost 20 years um, working with, you know, clients of all types, athletes to primary care networks and helping with the exercise and prevention and rehab of injuries for the most part. Um, But about five years ago, when I didn't want to go back to the everyday nine to five after my first daughter was born, I realized it's like, this is a different lifestyle. This is, you know, it's a whole new world that I'm trying to work around and adapt to. And I thought, okay, I don't want to go back to the sports field anymore. I'm kind of more family oriented. So I was like, okay, but I always loved what I did with helping people. It's like, how can I relate that to moms? Because this is my new world now. And so Um, I had this idea of a business, but I was so overwhelmed with the new routine and everything just took over my mind and I didn't really know what it was. So I was, we're in a city where I don't know a lot of people and we don't have a lot of family here. So for me to have, and we were older parents. So for having a, you know, a newborn in our late thirties and all of our friends had kids that were a lot older, I joined a lot of mom groups and just to kind of get a feel of how this was going to work, you know, just to feel like I'm not by myself. And so then I knew I wasn't alone, but then once I started listening to a lot of the conversations in these groups, I realized that I could help them. Like this is the kind of, you know, I was found myself showing advice to these moms and I thought, okay. So then fast forward about two years and I guess our second daughter was born and I really needed to get a a gear on things kick it up a gear and um, I found myself overwhelmed because now you have two and you have you know a a two year and a half year old and a newborn so one that doesn't nap and a newborn that's always napping and you're trying to figure out some sort of normalcy you know a new normal like we've been doing for the last year Um, and I felt myself slipping back into the old routine so I really had to to create those new habits and the new routines that was going to work for me and my family. And so that meant going out of my comfort zone. I had to figure out something because I knew that if I took care of myself, my mindset for this new reality would be a little bit easier to understand and to kind of navigate through. And so um, coming across a lot of women in my career, I, and in particular moms, you know, we're often reluctant to take care of ourselves. Our priorities are really the needs and priorities of others first and foremost, especially as a mom, whether if it's kids going off to university or um, I know growing up, my mom was the, my dad was a stay-at-home mom and my mom was the one working, her stay-at-home dad, and my mom was working. So she had that overwhelming guilt of never being home. And, and then for me now, it's like, and then I was going off to university and it was still the stress, you know, there's still those stresses of, of all moms of all ages. And so what I realized is that I was hearing a lot of excuses in my mind. I was, I just don't have time to do this. I have other things to do. 
you know, my parents need me to do this, or my husband needs help with his business, the girls need me. And sometimes it's not about knowing, you know, sometimes it, you know, the excuse of not having the time, but sometimes it's just not knowing where to start. It's not knowing, um, you know, that you can do exercises or you can eat healthy, just that's not expensive. You don't have to buy the expensive exercise equipment. You don't have to buy, you know, all organic or all healthy. You can sustain some sort of um, healthy routine and make yourself that priority without going crazy with expensive stuff or staying up till two in the morning to, to do something for yourself. Because realistically, we're pretty tired at that time of day. And so then I thought that's what kind of got me into to helping moms because I was living it. And I said, I needed to make a routine for myself. And I was like, I know other moms can help with, can use this help. And I thought, okay. So I started creating printables and digital products because I found writing it down for me was very, it was helpful because I loved to-do lists. I, I wake up with to-do lists in my mind all the time. And I realized that my lists were so long, I, I get frustrated because I couldn't finish them. And what am I doing to myself? <laughs> so it's really this juggling act and navigating my way through this new world. And so I, I found myself, um, you know, um, creating these, these priorities. And I've realized like for, if I've already realized this priority was so big, do I have to do it all? Can I break it down? Is there ways to break that priority down into little pieces? Can I do it a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow? Do I need to do the dishes? every two hours? Do I need to do laundry every other day? Do I need to go to the grocery store every other day? And I realized I don't need to do those things. And by, by planning and prioritizing what's important for me in a day, it really gave me a little extra time to focus on something for myself. And it was hard to say that it was for me because I would always find something else to do in that time. Even though I knew the time was for me, I, I was kind of getting off track. So I, I found myself really sticking to a plan and that's what I helped for me. So with myself, mornings work best. Everyone is has such a different schedule, but I know that if I set a prior, a list of three, I, I label it as my top three priorities for the day. I don't go any more than three. And that's what I plan into my day. I look at my week in advance. And I say, okay, these are my priorities for the week. Maybe my daughter has a dentist appointment. Maybe we have, you know, I literally plan laundry once a week. I plan grocery shopping once a week. I maybe I prepare the, some big meals on a Sunday so I can plan for some lunches. So I'm taking away some of the overwhelm that I'm, I may experience by Wednesday at five o'clock in the afternoon, wondering what to eat, wondering what, you know, what clothes we're going to wear tomorrow. I know on certain days of the week, I'm doing something. And so those are my priorities for the week. And then I have my top three for the day and blocking my time for that. So with my six-year-old, I'm she's at home learning right now. So I know my mornings are blocked. So my time blocks are mornings is on online learning and homework for a six-year-old. <laughs> and, and then it's lunch. And then I know that the afternoon, the girls are old enough now, they're three and six. So I know that there's a block of time. It varies depending on how, what kind of mood they're in, but that time varies. But I know it's time that they can play by themselves, time that they can allow that allows me to do some work for myself so on my business and then 
I know that, okay, priority one was getting her through school and getting some homework done. Priority two might've been doing two or three things for my business in that time allotted realistic priorities within a certain amount of time. And then I knew it was supper time. And then after that, I can relax because I know I got those things done. So the time that I put for myself, what I started doing, and I found for me, it works is getting up before they get up. So I get up in the mornings, I take whether 45 minutes and it could be an uninterrupted shower. It could be walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes. It could be just sitting and having a cup of tea. It's, it's really about finding whether it's physical activity to put into that time frame or, um, you know, a, a mindset like a me time. So it could be just time that I spend in quiet reading a book. It's really that time to focus on myself and set my intentions for the day, set my mind up to prepare me for the day and knowing that these are, I only have three things to do today and that's it. And it kind of makes me feel better at the end of the day. So, and I give myself that permission. And I think we forget about that. We don't give ourselves permission to, to rest and to restore and recharge ourselves. And so that's, I guess that's the routine that works for me. And I, I feel like a lot of moms are in that similar situation where we feel like um, we're not a priority. So if we make a time block of priority for ourselves and it, it could be 15 minutes before you go to bed, something to just unwind from the day or something to help get you kickstarted at the beginning of the day. So whatever fits your schedule. I, I love it. You said so many great things there. Just like I just kind of went on. No, I was like taking notes. I was like, I gotta like bring this all back. This is so great. No, sorry. Um, no, because this is great. Because literally in this season, so um, about you know February, it's February right now. Uh, mm -hmm. I was working part time with the nonprofit church we were a part of, as well as doing my business and baby. So there was like three main things, and it just came to a point. You know, eight and a half months. I was like, I gotta like choose one. Other mm -hmm. than her, there's only one, and so I decided that for my business and. I don't think I felt the effects of just becoming a new mom until now, because I was like so busy and she was like, she could do, she didn't really need much attention. She's just like hanging out, playing with her little gym. Now she's on the go too. And so this last couple of weeks, I've been like sad. I've been like grieving, like the ability to just have habits, have routines and like know when it's happening. Obviously she's a younger age. And so things mm -hmm. may vary, but yeah. so what you're just saying, I had to come to a point where it's like, okay, there's like five or three or three to five daily minimums that like, I just need to do to be a healthy individual. So that's like quiet time. That's yep. working out. That's definitely time connecting with my baby and my um, husband, but then there's other little things. There's like reading and then there's writing. If I don't do even like five minutes of each a day, I'm just not going to be my best self. And so before I could spend hours on each, right? I had nothing else to do. That's <laughs> true. Um, besides work, of course, but really having to see that like in different seasons, like how much you can allot to that changes, but you need to have those. What you're, what you're saying is like create habits. Like this is the minimum that, you know, like that hour for you is like, I need to do that. Yeah. As well as what well, you said, something very else, very important that I've been doing. And I have this planner that helps me do it. Like, what are your three things? Because I'll write 10 things thinking I'm gonna get everything done super mom yeah you know and it's like being able to leave being like wow I like I feel so good now I feel like I conquered the world because I like got those maybe two and a half done but I love just little things you're saying so basically basically what you said I think you're like okay we need to prioritize ourselves into our day of course I heard this quote from this interview recently just like 
you know, she asks when it's a doctor asking one of her patients, um, what are your priorities or values? And the patient's like, would you say, would you say your health is the patient's like, yes, yes. Okay. Do a time audit. Where are you in your day? And the patient was like, oh, you know, so we're saying we value our health and ourselves, but we're yeah. not prioritizing it. So what you're saying is like, if you actually are a priority, you need to block it out in yeah. your calendar, right? You do. It's like making an appointment for yourself. If you exactly. have a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment, you're going to make that time. So, and one of those things, when I first started this journey is my husband was so supportive. He's like, get out of the house, just go. Like I'll take, if he was home for the day, if he was off for one day, he's like, go to the coffee shop. This is before when we could use go to the coffee shop and sit down. But, you know, and I would go and sit, I'd take my laptop or I'd take a book and a pen and I would just sit with a tea for, you know, I just physically getting out of the house by myself. And it was almost like a coffee date with myself. And I found that so refreshing because then I came back with such a, you know, I, I, I felt more, not, not energized, but I felt lighter because I wasn't stressed about what's for supper. I have to get the girls a snack. I have to do this. I have to get a play date ready, you know, and I wasn't worried about that because he kind of took over and I, I, and that's what we started planning once a week. That's my goal was I would leave on a certain time on let's say a Saturday and okay, see you later. <laughs> and yeah, you just have to plan it. Like it's a, an appointment for yourself and really work around it. Yeah. So I love that. So couple of things you're saying some tips for women is top three things that you want to do for your day block it out and like say like it's a meeting are there any other things you know moms who are new moms or like maybe their kids are older maybe their kids are finally out the door or the empty nesters and they're like what do I do with my time what are some other tips to help just prioritize our well-being throughout our day I, I think it's knowing not to we have to learn, acknowledge, I guess, and recognize what excuses we're telling ourselves. And um, you, you mentioned quotes and hearing people talk. And I heard one the other day as well. And it was about, I'm trying to remember where I heard it. Um, something about if it's not important, is it, if it's not a priority, is it really important? Mm. And I thought that's kind of an interesting quote because you don't, because yes, we, we want to make our health a priority, but is it, are we treating it as important as any other priority that's on our list? Like doing laundry, like, does that really need to be done every other day just to have an empty laundry basket? I always found with the mom groups I was in, um, one of the common themes for all moms really is we find ourselves comparing to, to other moms. And it's this thing of, I have to keep up with the Joneses. I have to, you know, how do they have it all together when I, my house is a disaster, <laughs> you know, and it's that reality. It's like, no, this is what is comfortable for you. This is your reality. And this is what you have to work with. You're doing the best you can. And that's the only thing anyone can ever ask of you. And, but if we're in a, a mindset that we feel is making us feel good about ourselves, then we know that we can tackle anything. You, like you said, you feel like, you know, you get that, I accomplished those three things today, I can take on the world. It, it's knowing our priorities, knowing our limitations and, and knowing that um, those limitations are, um, and, and being realistic about those real, 
being realistic about those limitations because what I want to achieve for my health, um, it's all said and good and said and done. But if I don't take the time and make it a prior, an important priority, that top priority, then it, you know, the realistic goals, let's say as an example, um, I had a lot of patients that wanted to lose a set amount of weight. And I said, is that in a certain amount of time, like short period of time? And I was like, is that realistic? And they're like, well, I'll try. I was like, okay, that's nice. But let's plan for, even if it's one pound a week, that's what we plan for. They're like, oh, that's not enough. And I was like, but how many weeks are in a year? And at, when you look at it in perspective, you're going to get there. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take to get there. And if you're, if you have the patience <laughs> to get that, wait for it. But it's like what you're doing, it's the sustainability, making it consistent and sustainable. So if you're creating a routine that's realistic for your current lifestyle, over a period of time, you're going to see so many benefits. It may not be just a number and a scale. It's going to be how you feel. It's going to be, I can walk up a flight of stairs without being tired. I can bend over and tie my shoe without being out of breath. I can play with my kids without feeling tired. So looking at what your why is, why you want to do things and being realistic about those goals um, and giving yourself permission to rest, recharge, and just be comfortable in your own skin and, and take it one, one baby step at a time. I love that. I love knowing your limitations and knowing that those limitations are okay. So, you know, for example, it's like, I want to be with my daughter as much as I can. Like, it's just, she's just amazing. And it's like, I understand not all moms get to do this. And, but at the same time, I want to be doing all these other things because I'm ambitious. I have dreams and stuff, but I'm limited right now. And so rather than thinking about what I can't do, what can I do? What's like, basically, I think we're in this, you know, um, Victoria Castle talks about this trance of scarcity. We don't have enough, 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 enough versus like, man, I have abundance right now. Like I have a lot of time with her and then eventually I'll have time doing this. Right. And it's learning to be content and really joyful and grateful with what we do have. So if you only have 10 minutes a day for yourself, start there. Exactly. No, and so maybe Monday you are exercise, maybe Tuesday you read, maybe Wednesday you do this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really what you're saying. It's giving ourselves permission really to be human, to stop trying to be superwoman because none of us are, yeah. none of us are, right? No. Um, and so yeah, go ahead. And I think in another quote too that I heard, and you may have heard it as well, is when we start comparing and we want, you know, we, everyone feels like they, somebody else has it more together than they do. They have, how do they do it? They have five kids. They have two kids. They have, you know, kids in university. How, how do they do this? Um, your chapter one is very different from their chapter 20, you know? And so they may have experienced everything you're experiencing years ago. They just figured out a routine and habits that help them, that work for them. And so you just have to start at the beginning 10 minutes at a time, that's all it takes. And make sure that, you know, you just focus a little bit at a time, baby steps. (laughs) Have you read, I recently just finished this book, The Atomic Habits by James Clear. I haven't, not yet, it's on my list. Okay, good, yeah, I I got it from the library. I was like, well, it's just another thing. Reading has been hard, right, with as a a mom. So it's like, I'm just gonna listen to it when I'm doing errands or whatever. And I just love it because he just talks real about habits, like atomic, small, like it's just mm-hmm. those small things that we do five, 10 minutes a day that over time 
are going to reap various rewards. We look at athletes, we look at people in business, we look at other moms who have maybe 10, not 10 kids, that's a lot, but you know, some moms that have 10 <laughs> kids, it's okay if you do. Um, but we just look and they're like pros, but it's like, they've just been doing it a while and they've mm -hmm. just been doing small things. And so people might look at you and be like, she has it all together, but you're like, no, I don't. But I've also been very intentional about doing one or two things at a time. And so exactly. I just love like the small steps. They're not sexy though. I think that's what people think they, they want to, you know, see rapid results because it's, 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 it's enticing, but it's like the going to bed, getting sleep is not, you know, when you want to stay up after a long day and, you know, finally have some time to yourself. Well, okay. Do you want to have time for yourself in the night or in the morning? Cause if you say you want to get up early in the morning, you need yeah. to go to bed now. Exactly. And so that doesn't feel good. Like you want to have freedom, but at the same time, it's like that extra sleep is going to be wonder for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love it. I just love it. The small steps daily. I say non-sexy small steps. That's what I call it. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I don't, you can't feel guilty about it. Yes. That's one thing. Cause we always feel so guilty about taking these steps and taking that time for ourselves. I remember, I remember when I started, um, I took my first yoga class and I, I always wanted to try it. And I was so stressed and worried because it was at night and mm. I was so used to putting the girls to bed. And now I was, my husband's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I was like, okay, perfect. And I, the first class was terrible because all I could think about was what's going on at home and do I have, you know, so I got home and everything was perfect. You know, they're still awake, but Hey, they're happy. They're healthy. And that's all that matters. And so I was, it's letting go. And giving myself permission and not feeling guilty for making that time. Cause I know at the end of the day, I will be a better mom for it, a better wife for that. And, um, and I can't feel guilty about taking that time. And especially if I, I get up early now, my routine for me, I get up early. That's the time I block and I get my priorities. I say, yes. Even if I don't, it's okay. Tomorrow's another day. And I, I have to know not to stress about that, th that as well, because life happens and we have to understand that life does happen. And we just, tomorrow's just a new day. We just add it to our list for tomorrow and maybe bump something up and, and look at them realistically. Say, does it mm -hmm. realistically need to be done right now? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. And, and go from there. But yeah, if you're on your list, maybe one or two things for your work is on your list and your family time, because for me, afternoon might be my business time. And then I know at supper time, it's supper, bed, bath time. And I can sit with them and have a bath. I can sit with them and read a book and not think about what I didn't get done. Right, exactly. And then I can go to bed and knowing I'm getting up early, like you said, I need my rest and I'm yeah. not going to feel bad about going for bed early because yeah. I know I'm going to, I'm doing the best I can for, for my family, my little unit in this house. And mm -hmm. I think we're all at home now, right? The last right. year and you just want to get out, but we just have to make a new normal, make a new routine that works for us in our little world mm -hmm. and focus on us. And if we're not better mindset, then things will start falling into place eventually. Yeah. Which I didn't, I, we have to trust ourselves at all. Yeah. Work. I love that trusting yourself. So even like right now, your kids are six and three, mine's eight and a half. And now is finally getting in a good sleeping pattern at night. Maybe waking up once was just like, it's amen, tough. hallelujah. But for, but I'm like still tired from that. So in the sense, I actually know for me evenings is when I get a lot done because I'm sleeping mm -hmm. in just as much as she is in the morning. Right. So, and I was beating myself up about that. I'm like, I used to be a morning person. What's going on. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is your season until she's solid. And until you get back there, just do you just 
go to bed a little bit later because we know you're going to get some sleep. So again, as you're saying, adjusting now, maybe in a year or so, well, if we have more kids, maybe not, but maybe <laughs> I'll eventually get back to being a morning person, but I'm still like, it's just different. And I can't compare myself to you or to other people and saying, nope. it's what you're saying, what works for you and your unit in your life, right? Yep. At this point in time. At this point in time. At this point, yep. And that's going to change. It's going to change, but that's yep. okay. But we adapt. Um, that's yes. what we do. <laughs> yeah, we love it. I love it. So, I mean, you just shared so many great things with us, you know, just some great tips on how to basically prioritize yourself into your day. Before we talk about your freebie and your course that's coming up, is there a like, last piece of encouragement or word of advice you want to give to us? I, I think it's just to reiterate that you have to give yourself permission. Do not feel guilty for making the time for yourself. Your health is truly the most important. Um, I focus on my why, focus on your why, why you want to be healthy. It could be for yourself. It could be for your grandchildren. It could be um, just to live longer without worry of injury or disease. It could, whatever your why is, focus on your why and knowing that what you're doing now, those steps are going to lead you to that point at some point in time. So just give yourself permission to accept, adapt and just take one step at a time because you'll get there eventually. Mm, I love it. I love it. Well, tell us then about your free resource that women can grab to start prioritizing themselves in their day, but also tell us a little bit about your course to help them do that as well. Okay. So my, the freebie is, it's all about prioritizing really. And, and it's a little, it's just a one page printable, but it's focuses on helping us write down what the priorities are for your day. So your top three, making sure that you are one of those priorities, writing it down. Cause I found writing it down, it, it makes you a bit more accountable if you see it on paper, as opposed to just kind of saying it in your head, you have to write it down. So I found that's been working. So top three priorities, make sure you're important. And like you mentioned, Brianna, it's knowing that what you're grateful for. So there's a little section at the bottom, just writing what little gratitude about your day or what you feel grateful for, what you have instead of what you don't have. And so that's the printable. The course is called Making Guilt-Free Time for Yourself. And <laughs> so it's an elaboration on everything we've pretty much talked about today. And it focuses more in-depth and more detailed workbook on how to walk you through planning your week, prioritizing what's important, focusing on visualization and what your goals are, setting up your whys, breaking down your goal to make it realistic for you. And then how you can add physical activity and some me time into that time that you're making for yourself that week and without feeling guilty for it. So that's a rundown of the course, but it's, it's really an elaboration. So extended version of everything we've talked about here. And then uh, I think I have met the workbook to go with it. So there's lots of printables in there, lots of resources included with the work, with the course. Mm, that sounds amazing. I think every mom, regardless of what, <laughs> regardless of what yeah. age you're at, um, whether your kids are outside the house, or even if you're not a mom and you're listening, you're a woman. So, you yep, know, we exactly. need to prioritize ourselves. And, you know, over, over the last few months, I've been reflecting and a lot of the work I feel like I'm trying to do is helping women realize that they're worth way more than what they weigh. Mm -hmm. what they do their work and then in their relationships like we find our worth our being so much in, in those three things we really need to see that it's totally separate from that but we until we un like disattach ourselves that's not a word but unattach ourselves from it <laughs> it's like we're not going to be able to find that but doing these practical things like prioritizing ourselves mm -hmm. shows us like hey i'm not what i do 
like I'm more than that, you know? So I love, I love these. So I will link your freebie and your course here below. Um, awesome. But also just let us know where the people can find you online on social media if they want to follow you. So my course, my, sorry, my business is called Igniting Your Health. And so I'm at www.ignitingyourhealth.com. And uh, we're also over on Facebook as well. So with the same name. So it's not a group that you'd have to join. You just have to like it and follow us. And every week I usually put up some tips and strategies on how to kind of take care of yourself, whether if it's mental physical or just a little me time every once mm. in a while so you can grab all the updates on what we're doing and on the website yeah excellent well thank you so much i mean i was totally i feel seen i feel heard from this conversation <laughs> oh, hopefully man. everyone else does too uh it's funny i was talking to my husband said like, you should talk to like other moms i'm like i have mom friends i know i'm sharing with you but i'm like you know what i should and so this is so great this is so great so thanks so much for joining us today oh thank you for having me all right bye that's another episode for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Kathleen. I hope you're leaving with simple, um, actionable tips on how you can start to prioritize yourself, your well-being into your daily life, especially us mamas. Um, but again, I want to remind you, please sign up for my free challenge. March 22nd to 28th, I'll be leading you through a very um, comprehensive and very transformative experience to finding peace with food, your body, and yourself. We're going to look at um, your relationship with weight, uh, with your weight, with diets, with the scale, um, with food, your body, yourself, with exercise, and how your emotions impact your health and your choices, your food choices. So be sure to join us live for this challenge. Go to madewell345.com slash foodfreedomchallenge madewell345.com slash foodfreedomchallenge. And for at least that one week, prioritize working through this challenge together and put yourself into your daily schedule. All right, I'll see you on the next episode. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you're leaving supported, empowered, encouraged, inspired to go off and really do the things that you know in your heart you need to do and, the, and think, right? Because it's not just about what you do, it's how you think and how you feel to really reach your goals and sustain that weight loss. Again, for more support, join us in the Healthy and Sustainable Weight Loss community on Facebook. This is a space where you can really be safe, supported, and empowered through your journey. Just go to madewell345.com slash community and you'll get the, you'll be right there uh, or click the link below. Again, so grateful you're here. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you'll not miss an episode and so that other women can find this podcast. All right, see you on the next episode.